When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Elori and Julia Show. Happy Monday, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. A little steamy out there, 87 degrees. That's that you love that temperature. We love it, Donnie. Yes, we love it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's good. So, Donnie, what was your weekend claim to fame? Anything? Well, Anything? I, after I heard it discussed on Friday, went over to the uh, Open Street Lindale. Oh, oh, fun. And? I had no idea how long that was. <laughs> It went from like 50-something street down to 20. I mean, you couldn't walk the whole thing. It was miles. Miles, Miles long. Cool. So, uh, yeah, got some good Mexican food. Listened to a funky little Beatles band called the Cavern Boys. Oh, nice. (laughs) After the cavern where the Beatles performed. Yeah. God bless their hearts. They tried real hard. They did. Okay, so yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah. Bless their But I appreciated them anyway. So, yeah, that was a great event. And they're going to keep doing these all through the summer on different streets. Good. They're going to close them to traffic. People love their street fest. Yeah. All right, next. Uh, Well, I'll just say, I mean, I did make it to Grand Old Days, which was super fun, and, and people were out for it. People were happy. There People was a big story happy. in the paper today. Yeah. It, it was just good. But the, my weekend claim to fame was I went to the Little Jiminy Dinah and watched 15 kids, maybe 14 kids under, I think they were, maybe the oldest one was like, they were seven to three. And oh. uh, the little uh, grandson uh, was three and in gold lame, high-waisted pants with a bodysuit on and tap pants and ballet shoes and his sister so cute these kids gave us so much oxytocin everybody it was just packed and people were just how fun it was really cute to see these little kids in the you know do these and that they did tap and then they did this little modern dance thing and um the teachers you, you you gotta have the patience of a I don't know what, a very gentle person to, I think, to round up kids to Well, that's like dance. It's like being a teacher. I went through that when they started three years old, and the teachers do have to be very patient. Very patient about (laughs) everything. But, I mean, some of the kids were really serious. Uh, The the, um, Casey's grandson and my, I guess he's my grandson, too, um... He, there was another three-year-old, and I was already marrying the two the three-year-olds two are, of off down the future because they were. Oh my gosh! I'm, did they have a? Did they perform together? Uh, they all performed uh-huh. two dances together. So cute! But you do the same dance twice, a modern dance, uh-huh. 
And then just the, to make sure you remember. Right? Yeah, and <laughs> that's exactly right. And then the tap dance twice. See, I would die to be able to tap dance. The How tap cute. dancing was hysterical and so cute. It was really. It was I think like, that'd be so cute. It was just really, really a fun like afternoon thing to just. I, I've never gone to one of them. Oh, a little yeah. recital. A little recital, a little exactly. Recital. And I don't think your boys ever did any dance. No, we played sports. Right. And we had little music. And, the, and, and, and Charlie Boy, he wants to do it because his sister does it. Right. And these gold lame pants they that were are high waisted. I showed you guys. They're I mean, the cutest. Cutest. How about you? What yeah. was your weekend um, claim to fame besides watching Endless Hours of the French Open? I did watch <laughs> Endless Hours of it. Um,. Let's see. My well, Shannon, my best, one of our besties, mm-hmm. is in town, and she, her daughter-in-law, was in, and we had a lovely shower with the Fenland sisters and everybody. A bridal, a bridal shower in Medina. Oh, fun! And my, um, you know, lives on the lake out there. Beautiful view. It was just beautiful, and it yeah. was just fun. What a nice day too oh, for a shower. It was gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Did they play good games? Good. Food? You know, it was a good game that I got an idea for. If anyone's getting married soon, it was really it was it was bridal bingo. Oh, fun! And, and every card was different, and um, you draw something out of the hat. But what it allowed you to do, because we're going to this out-of-town wedding in Portland. Right. Um, get to know, like, what are the dresses like? When did they first meet? You know, when um, did, how did he propose? How did, what are... Uh, did you do very well at all? I mean... I didn't have to do anything. Oh, they just, they'd say bingo. Like, if you had... Got it. You know, tell us a story about... But it was such a great way to get to know... know the couple. The and, couple. Yeah, fun. So I would recommend that. That was a good idea for a game. Yeah. And then people getting to know each yeah, other. Exactly. Yeah. It was very, very good. How many people were at this shower? Um, probably about sixteen. Oh, I thought you were gonna say sixteen. 60%. No, it That's was right. really family plus me. <laughs> okay. Who was kind of the sir and yeah. part of that family somehow, yeah. some way or another. Yeah. So it was really lovely. Yeah, I wanted to touch base with my brother this weekend. No. But with the French Open going on and he DVRs it. <laughs> so do I. And he doesn't want anyone to call him right, and bug no him. Yeah. Not that he'll answer the phone, but I just was like, I'm not even going to bother. Because I wanted to talk to him about Animal Kingdom because I came back sure. in TNT. And I thought, what is the point? French Open is on. He's got eyes only for the hot tennis matches and the hot guys that might still be in the tournament. There are tournament. some beautiful ones playing. There are some there was a, over a 5 How about, hour match. Greek guy. Well, I'm not going to do spoil over okay. but it was yesterday. It was. Was it, that the 5 hour match? He played over 5 hour match. <sighs> I don't know cuz I went out and played tennis then last night with my my boyfriend. Yeah. Um and we're just sitting for a little while and I'm already winded. Yeah. And I'm thinking how do they How do, do they cuz when I play doubles on Thursday night, I'm so winded I how do they do that? Is well, they're trained and conditioned. Jeez. How about Serena? Uh huh. Well, why did they can yell I just at say, her about everything? No, no, no. no. Was that no. worth it? Can I just okay. say something about yes. tennis etiquette? She was a baby. Oh, she was. Um, she lost earlier in the weekend, so that would be in the news everywhere. And she lost to an American gal, mm-hmm. um, who just played a, a slick game. She was a twenty-year-old girl, woman. Was she, was she an unseated? Person? I didn't or think she was. She was okay. very, it was very, it was shocking. Shocking. But her um, court, on the court, her gestures, her body language, um, she's a poor sport. I really lost a lot for her this really? weekend watching her. And then I thought about last year's U.S. Open 
and her behavior. I mean, so you're not getting all your shots in. It doesn't mean you have to make the other person like Serena would see at the French Open. They don't do um, instant replay. Mm hmm. So they go and point to the spot where the ball hit on the court because it's clay. Yeah. And then do it that way. So there's no instant replay. Right. So Serena would call a couple and no big deal. But then when the other side called something, Serena would be roll her eyes or something. I just felt like she she went down. Mm. Both of us were sitting there thinking, that's not, what? she's so unprofessional. Yeah. Oh. And so why does she get yelled at? I don't know what she was yelled at about. About being that, that she's that, a baby. Okay, I didn't. She's see, an I didn't entitled baby, okay. and I hate to say that yeah, about my superstar. But so since, like me, when I have to say something about oh, Madonna, it, so I hate to say <laughs> this. And this, you know, everyone who plays her has looked up to her as their idol, and then she's just being has just such poor sportsmanship on the court. You know, it probably isn't fun to go like feel like your career is on the downslide. I'm sure it isn't because it is. Like, it's it is. just the way it is. It's She's just 37. the way. It, and she yeah. kind of had a knee issue, but yeah. just her behavior. I was just like, come on. Well, a French tennis player called her a difficult personality or something like that. Because mm. I don't read anything. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to know who's winning or anything. Right. So I didn't even hear this. But. Yeah, a difficult. I think he called her either why why is she so difficult or a bad personality or something. And mm. you know, people were you know like people were up in arms about it. But I didn't know what it was that she'd done except that she lost to possibly an unseated twenty year old, which a lot of people do. Yeah, and I was like, okay, you know, maybe that made her crabby. But yeah, you're supposed to. Don't you learn that in tennis, like way at the beginning? But I do think your emotions get you. Yeah, okay, fine. There was quite a few rackets that were snapped on snapped. the court. All right, well, listen, okay, we got to go. When we come back, uh, if you're going to Vegas, you might want to be listening to this story. It's our story we can't get enough of. Well, that's a little Christina Aguilera, and she unfurled the experience, uh, her residency at the Planet Hollywood Zappos Theater. Pitbull's all done. The month of May is over. His little one-month residency gone, done. It's, so she, she kicked it off. Yes. And the Las Vegas Review-Journal has this. Christina Aguilera's powerful experience has something to say. They loved it. I First of all, she is such a talented musician. She is. She is. And Vegas is a perfect place it's for so her. It's so perfect for her because she's got the the sass to do cabaret-ish things. And she's she got... She does covers. Yes. And, well, here's a little uh, okay. GMA uh, sends somebody to cover the opening. She's one of the world's best-selling artists ever. Singer, songwriter, and actress now performing her most popular hits live at Experience in Planet Hollywood. On stage, Christina wants to give more than a concert. It's about connection. The show is a piece of my heart, and this is a place where for one night, take your mask off, put a different one on. How have you kept the mask off? Because I'm sure there were times when it's just like, let me hide right now in, in plain sight. I grew up really fast living in a home where there was a lot of chaos, and it, it was tough, you know, going through you know domestic violence and the surroundings that I was in. So music was my escape. Okay. So, okay. And remember, going all the way back to Mickey Mouse Club. Right, I mean, and so I young. never knew that about the domestic abuse in her family. I don't mm-hmm. remember her ever talking mm-hmm. about well, this probably before. Probably the Disney kids wouldn't have been encouraged to talk about anything like that. Right. You know? Right. And it, I was surprised yeah. when I heard this. Let's hear a little bit more from uh, ABC. 
Looking back now at that little girl who was feeling trapped or feeling like, what if they hurt me? What would you tell her now that mm. you've gained some strength? Uh, no one can hurt you. No one can hurt you anymore. And you have that power within you to set yourself free. And, you know, you don't have to be a product of your environment. Uh, you know, you have the power to find something that you're passionate about and hold on to that and dig deep into that. So I just always want to instill that in my kids too, you know, find, find your passions because that's what's going to set you free and that's what's going to make you happy is when you're honest with yourself and you're doing something that you truly believe in. And, you know, she has not gone out on the road and performed. I mean, Mm-mm. she had her stint on The Voice. And, mm-hmm. of course, her kids, you know, she's got the two kids. that aren't Two like, different dads. Yeah, five years apart yeah. or whatever. So Vegas is, like, perfect. But and, she doesn't have that many dates there. No, I so know. So I'm looking up tickets right now. Wow. Yeah, no, she would be fine. And Lady Gaga she, that's what I was is there thinking. at the same time. Let's just hear one more cut from ABC. She's also choreographing a life between her fans and family. My creative side and mommy are two very different things. Uh, and I like it that way. Are you able to make dinner and then come to the show? Yeah. I don't cook. <laughs> Let's don't just cook. be real. So, I wish I did. Xtina doesn't cook. <laughs> no. I can make a sandwich. Um. <laughs> okay, so she is a lot of fun. And she's also very grounded in her purpose. So $1 from every ticket purchased to her show will go to the Shade Tree, a 24-hour emergency shelter in Southern Nevada for women and children in crisis, including victims of domestic violence. Oh. The show runs through October 5th. Well, so, she has no dates, you guys, and the tickets are pretty expensive unless you want to sit in the second tier. Which I was, I sat in the second tier for Pitbull. Was They're it great okay, seats Lori? Because oh, they are? it's a shallow theater with the seats okay. graduating up. And okay. Yeah, we were in the second tier and it was absolutely great Okay, because then lines. you can get some seats for like around $80 each. Which would be totally, she's got 14 dancers. The band is on the mid-level stage. I guess there's a blazing red X at the back of the stage. Don't let Madonna know about that. Oh, um, my and in, a, and in a video clip, she plays a video where Cher, in an interview in 2016 with Jane Pauley, um, says, my mom said to me, you know, sweetheart, you should settle down and marry a rich man. And I told her, Mom, I, I am a rich man. Christina played that clip. The crowd went crazy. Demi Lovato was in the crowd. She was like insane about it. And in the middle of the X on the theater's extended stage, for the first time in a live performance, she sang a cappella Whitney Houston's I Love the Lord from The oh, Preacher's such a Wife. Beautiful song. Oh, yep. song. Beautiful. She's never done, you know, not done that. And she opened with your body and she arrived in a shiny lotus and a tight white bodysuit as silver orbs hung over. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ted, and then she went right into Genie in a Bottle. And it's a very highly produced show. Perfect. All the bells and whistles. and Vegas um, is such a perfect venue for so many of these people who yeah. can't sell out stadiums or big things. Right. Lori, last time we saw her was with Justin Timberlake at Excel. Yeah. They did a joint concert. Yes. And she did, I feel like we even saw her after that once alone, but she was so, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing yeah. her voice, active Both acrobats. Acrobatics, yeah. yeah, so in this way, you know, the sound is just perfect. Oh. Anyway, the Las Vegas Review Journal and other people just said it is a great experience. It's perfect for her. And she, uh, of course, um, in honor of Pride Month, which kicked off June 1st, she yeah. did Fighter and Beautiful and Let There Be Love. And I guess people were just kind of going, going nuts. She would, you know, if you... It'd be fun to go and see. It's so fun. If Yeah, you know. Oh, I, Lori, but we don't have much time. No, I know. And we then, have to, like, go in July. And then Lady Gaga, after her show, uh, well, on Friday night, when she, excuse me, Saturday or Sunday last night, she uh, was doing her jazz and piano Sunday mm-hmm. night, and she said, the last time I sang this song, I had a ring on my finger, so it'll be different this time, and she sang the song, Someone to Watch Over Me. And it was her ex, Cristino, what's his name? Christian Cariano. And where was he this weekend? With Johnny Depp. In Utah. Mm-hmm. Were they at the facility there? Uh, no, I don't think they were at the facility. Because there was a sober facility there. Ooh. Yeah, they might have been in the Moab desert, you know, camping and talking about life. I have no idea what he was doing. They but were doing peyote. Anyway, yeah, who knows, I know, that's Johnny. what I'm just like, oh dear. But then Gaga went, so if you're going to Vegas, she went. There's this thing, and I guess it's called Nomad Las Vegas, and her band leader does a late-night lounge after show called After Dark, like five nights a week in Vegas. So that's a... And she went She went there, and according to uh, a few people, she uh, did a uh, Fly Me to the Moon, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, and oh. Call Me Irresponsible, just unexpected. How funny would it have been if Christina Aguilera showed up, too? Oh my gosh. And of course, Lady Gaga's um, costumes are on display there right now as well. That would really be a perfect girls trip. It really would. Like a Tuesday, Thursday thing. Yeah. It'd be so fun. Oh my gosh. The two concerts. And then Wayne Newton, I never knew this. Did you guys know Wayne Newton is one of the leading breeders of Arabian horses in the world? I actually did know that. You did? He's been doing it for a long time. He's been trying to give Lady Gaga an Arabian horse since her Her horse horse died. And, and is he she lives taking in it? Vegas. He just said it's still standing, and <laughs> the, the offer. Good. Okay. Oh, I and, thought you meant the horse yeah. was still standing. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, he he just he wants he still owns forty five on his ranch he has in Vegas, oh, cool. but he would like her to know that she's. Please welcome. stop by and pick up your horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, yeah. honestly. Wouldn't it be something if you're walking around the MGM and you saw Lady Gaga going by all of her fashions? Yes. You know, because she went to see her fashions this weekend too. Yeah. There's some great shows happening in Vegas. Yeah, and and those two women have beautiful voices. Yeah. And they can sing. Yeah. They can dance. They can dance. Remember when she was in uh, Burlesque with Cher? Oh, Oh, sure. She was 
incandescent in mm-hmm. that show. She was so great. And she was also in Moulin Rouge singing Lady Marmalade. Yeah, she did. Uh, that was like the second song yeah. she did. Oh, gosh, she's got a voice. Yeah, That'd all be right. a lucky ticket. Listen, you'll never guess we're going to stay on the music uh, go around. You'll never guess who's recording new music that you didn't even know you wanted. Every single time I find it harder to breathe Cause I need you here with me every day Oh, Toasty, 87 with my talk. Very nice. I like it when the, the rain comes at night and then makes all Excellent. your garden. It's like, yes, lovely. It is greener than green in the oh, Twin Cities. Oh, yeah. I have so to pretty. admit. So pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, silver lining. Yesterday at Grand Old Days, I can't remember the name of the band. They were playing at Billy's, but uh, the they were kind of a cover band, but they did, uh, the band did... Um, uh, I could never take the place of your man. Dance music, sex romance, and darling Nikki by uh, Prince. Prince. Oh God, people were going crazy. Were they? And then Martin Zeller, down at the Dixie stage towards the end of the day, did his uh, Neil Diamond tribute show. Which How I don't fun. know if you've ever seen him no, do that. No, he sounds just like him hmm. from the Gear Daddies. Martin Zeller, he's really what really a fun day. Friend. It it kind of it kind of it kind of was, and I I felt like. Uh, you know, I put a, I put an orange uh, duct tape X across my shoulder, <laughs> like an X like Madonna has, and so then people can see could see that, that it's your there. arm is in yeah. a sling. And then I have a resist button, which is like the guy goes, "What do you mean resist?" I go, "Resist the urge to touch my arm," <laughs> and they ask me what's That's going on, idea. and resist the urge to share with me whatever your surgery was or whenever you had it. Oh, yeah. I promise not Wait, to be that person. Should even talk to me? He basically, uh-huh. I can't tell you how many people love to tell you. What they've had done or what they did. And I'm just like, I'm not ready to be that person to talk about legs and organs and knees and replacements and things of that nature. So I've just been making up stuff about how I've done this. Oh, too, good for you. Too many sliders, uh, a Cirque du Soleil, a routine sure. gone wrong. Stuff Got like that. Right. You see, when you say too many sliders, someone is going to think you were eating at White Castle. Somebody already did. Oh. Goes, yeah. I didn't know you could get hurt from White Castle. <laughs> that's That's funny. <laughs> okay, so Lindsay Lowen, um, on, um, I know how much you're loving Insta these days. Not. Just, I'm I just really, saying. I kind of have dropped off. You've taken a little break I from have. it. No problem. No reason not to. But Lindsay Lowen on Friday posted a very pensive photo of herself in the recording studio where the headphones are on and she's looking down like she's thinking of lyrics you know or whatever and she didn't say anything other than that photo so i'll just remind you that the year was 2004 what was the george song? w bush was president ashton kutcher was punking people there was not a button in the world that didn't have juicy written across it mm-hmm. and lindsay lowen proved that year to be a triple threat singer actress and Huge Bess, also in mm-hmm. the same year. So anyway, but she did de- drop her debut album in 2004, Speak. A couple of the millennials around here remembered some of her songs. I know they did. And then she did a second album, and then it seemed to, to end, end there, you know, with that. No one wanted to give her studio time anymore. Well... She's she back at it. She's back at it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> her rep confirmed to page six that she's going to release new music within months. And um, Lindsay just tweeted, 
hard at work, hashtag me. Wow. Okay. Now, this is why what I'm missing. Donnie, do we have any of our old I music? Do, uh, All right, just uh, to remind confessions us. Confessions of a Broken Heart. Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. I think circa 2005. Here we go. The world on the shoulders, family in crisis that only grows older. doesn't sing that bad. No, I will remind you that Speak reached number four on the Billboard 200 chart back was in 2000. Was Father to Daughter? No, that was not Speak. Speak was the album, I think, right? No. Yeah. Oh, no, really? It was a song. It was a song. Oh. Speak was the song. Oh, okay. But the music career was not successful. Oh, and she even okay. had a third album planned called Spirit in the Dark, but that album died a slow death in 2008 <laughs> when Lindsay decided she couldn't handle the stress of singing and acting at the same time. So, anyway, hashtag me. Hashtag me. Okay, so I... Hashtag hard at work. I had Donnie print this story because um, it just reminded me of us. And um, the headline, um, the oral history of Santana and Rob Thomas's smooth... How the unlikely match never should have happened, um, making it 20 years since the 1999 smash smooth. And Donnie will get that. Such great stuff. Such- Asked and delivered. Yes. <laughs> so that was well, the song. That was the song. And it was a hit. It's gone away and it's come back. back. So a little bit about it. And I'm going to it's 11 pages. So I'm going to try to consolidate because I don't think we have time for this. It'll remind me of an obituary, (laughs) which I did see in the paper the next morning. What? That big old bit you told me about on Friday. Oh, well, Glover. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, gosh, I was a pain in that. (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal. So in 1999, um, it was before that. But Carlos Santana hadn't had a hit in a really long time. His record company was thinking of dumping him. His kids never heard him on the radio. And they were driving around and they heard some other people's, you know, Dad, why don't we hear your stuff? But we hear other people's stuff. Right. And um, just kind of thinking, well, you know what? I want to come up with a hit. And his wife said, you know, Clive Davis started you out. Why not hook up with him again? And Clive Davis was coming to New York for some event And he just kind of said, I want to meet with you, Clive. I'd love to get a hit again. And it was shortly after um, B.B. King had kind of a renaissance when he did the Deuces album where he partnered with different singers, Tracy Chapman. We love when people do this. Do that. So it was just kind of new that that was starting. People from different genres. We've seen Little Nas with, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus Mm -hmm. and some different things happening. It's been going on for a while now. And he's like, I um, I just don't know who to be with, but I want to do a new album and I want to be fresh. So Clive Davis said, all right, let's work on this. Santana ended their deal with their record company. Clive was taking him on. It was taking a long time, but they paired him with like Eric Clapton. They did a song with Dave Matthews, Lauren Hill, and um, Everlast. So the album was taking shape, and um, but they didn't have a number one hit. Yeah. And Clive Davis is whatever company he was at at the time kind of said to him, listen, um, we need to get this album out. You're spending way too much money, way too much studio time on it. And we don't even know if it's going to sell anything. Yeah. So he was kind of desperate. And then by happenstance and circles, Matchstock bought 
20 had just come off tour. Rob Thomas was hanging out in um, New York City with his fiance. He needed something to do. He's only written songs for Matchbox 20. He ran into one of the people working on this album who gave him this kind of song that they were working mm-hmm. on that wasn't catchy or gimmicky or anything. And Rob Thomas, you know, said, okay, um, I'll come up with lyrics for this because they didn't like how it was sounding. Um, and he just had never written for anyone else before. And he liked the music a lot and the melodies and then kind of happenstance that Rob Thomas had some free time help rewrite smooth the hit and then the album came out and it went up and think about how much money he's made because that song is multiple grammys yeah multiples and and he's a good song it's a great song it really is and so that was because kind of how that all happened santana his kids are like you know eric clapton's your age dad yeah he's on the radio right why aren't you oh that's great so anyway smooth is 20 years old and it just reminds me of us and, and, and inventing our nipple enhancers called body perks. Mm-hmm. That whole summer. It was yeah. perfect for a hot day. It, yeah, this really was is. such a summer. We go, Casey, go to the liquor store and get us some Captain Morgan Diet Coke. This is when we'd be a rowdy crowd and the store is open till midnight. This is when we work Sturgis for Streetside. Streetside in a booth. Yep. Nipples for sale. In a booth is uh, I was really calling it a lot. It's a pop-up tent, much like they have at every art fair. <laughs> <laughs> but we literally, we stayed at a campsite. Right, right next to the uh, rub and tub, you know, the washer and dryer place. <laughs> I was, it was such a cultural <laughs> shock for me name. to see Sturgis. Yeah, it's a tiny little town, tiny little town. Yeah. Well, um, by the way, Donnie, thanks for posting. We played Katy Perry's new song. Her, uh, it's a very, very hippy dippy video yeah, to go is. with the song. Yeah. But I like I love the song, it. so we've got that posted. We also posted Beyonce wearing uh, a Lion King wearable art something or other because that movie must be opening her mom, sometime soon. Her mom hosts a wearable art fashion show oh. in like Santa Monica or somewhere, San Diego. And- yeah. I always feel like your mom has always owned a lot of wearable art. She always has like what? hand-painted scarves and flowy things she, she buys at festivals. But she hasn't worn things that look like animals. No, no, no. But I I have another friend who's a big wearable My art My mom person. in the scarves. Yes. It's so much so when we went to the craft fair at the River Center this winter and I said, you can't buy another scarf. Yeah. I, I like I, the scarves. I'm like, no. No, you have too many. By the way, Fergie obviously uh, just... Had it when uh, she heard that Josh Dumel was giving interviews saying that, yep, he, the next woman he falls in love with, he wants to have two or three more kids. Yeah. She fi- filed for a divorce uh, on Friday morning in Pasadena after his latest thing with a 22-year-old. Miss World. Miss World. How many years? Four years since they broke up? No, it's been two. Two, two years. Only two. And they longer. were married eight, eight, but they were together before that probably five or six. Uh, Julie and I called it. Oh, yeah. She, she want wanted kids. more kids. She did not. Yep. She, she changed her name back. Yep. I didn't know she changed. <laughs> she did. Yeah. People didn't know that. Nobody mm. bought that other album. You know, her album that she she, she should have done like some covers. Well, duets. covers or duets are a way to revive to your. To kind of come back into the Barbara business. Barbara Streisand's done it, yeah. you know. Anyway, so uh, they filed on Friday because that's the day that you do it. Because it really got lost. It did. Until today. And you neither know? can go after each other for support. I wonder if they just did the whole thing where they worked out all the financial Up stuff front. first. Sounds like it. And, and they then, just wanted to go slowly. And one of you it. in California has to file it. 
you know. Yeah. This is why my one friend in New York won't get married because New York is not they a no-fault state. They there have has crazy to be laws. A fault. Yeah, it's very, for such a liberal state, it's like very they backwards. They say it's because yeah. the mafia is involved with the attorneys. And is they that keep it? it? That way to keep people <laughs> really? in jobs. Well, no. I remember hearing okay, that a long yeah. time. It's just to keep the attorneys busy. Yeah. Wow. Because you yeah. have to show cause. You do. Someone has to have cheated. There has to be yeah. fraud. You can't just get divorced. They won't accept irreconcilable no. differences. No. It's, what it's they should have is no fault states. Right. Yes. I mean, like, that's, yeah. yeah. Right. But, but yes, no. I like your theory about this. I think someone smart attorney told me. Yeah, that I'm time. looking at this Beyonce wearable art thing. I mean, this is just a one-time outfit for this event. Well, that's because Lion King is coming out soon, yeah. and she plays Nala. Yeah. So it's Lion King, and actually, the cuter picture was Blue Ivy in her like um, African Lion King. Yeah. Um, Tribal outfit that was so fantastic. She was really cute. They showed that Access Hollywood uh, is back. And by the way, Jay-Z is the first hip-hop artist to become a billionaire. Shh, don't tell Kanye. (laughs) No kidding. Did you watch him this weekend? Did you do your homework? I did not do that. I didn't say when I was watching that. <laughs> that is true. I, I heard Celine say that. she watched him this weekend. That's why I'm just checking up with you. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it because... Uh, you know, I just... There were other things. It, it was too nice out and there wasn't that much TV time. Although, we do want to know if anyone watched anything great this weekend. Two things were watched by Petit Moi, just well, a little bit. Okay. Donnie, you probably watched something. Uh, Julia I, might have watched yeah. something. We'll Maybe discuss. you out there in Radioland. Uh, so we'll take some calls when we come back. Uh, 651-641-1071. Oh, no, I still want to reminisce I think of the night in the park It was getting dark And we stayed up for hours What a time, what a time, what a time You clean up my body Like you wanted it forever What a time, what a time, what a time For you and I What a time, what a time For you and I I know we didn't end it What a time to be alive and watch TV. They're calling it the golden age of television. There's so much. Uh, It's it's overwhelming. It's sometimes overwhelming. If you watch something great this weekend or you want to tell us about something, you can give Donnie a call at 651-641-1071. I think the the two things that I saw that people were watching, I only watched one of them. I watched Neil Justin had recommended Ava DuVernay on Netflix when they see us. The movie about the Central Park Five, the basically junior high and high school boys who were failed by the system and convicted, convicted for something uh, all that they, they were, never did. Yeah, that they never did. And it's called When They See Us. It was unbelievable. And then the other one, also on Netflix, Always Be My Maybe, which is Ali Wong is in it. Keanu Reeves has a little bit of a part in it. And um, so What's people... What's about? Uh, it's a rom-com, Julia. Was right? it good? I haven't watched it, but those were the two things that I could see on Twitter that everybody was talking about. Okay. I'm for, I mean, for me, watching... Casey and I watched it last night because we were just kind of worn out from just being in the sun. Yeah. You know, so we watched last night um, When They See Us, and we just watched two episodes, but... Oh my gosh, that is, first of all, Ava DuVernay is brilliant. It's, I think everyone should watch it because you have no idea. Like it just, 
what happened, the facts that happened in the Central at, Park Five, the Central the Park ter- Five, yeah. and the and there's a part that Donald Trump plays in it as a real estate guy in New York City, which they have like footage of him being on the news, and he took out a full page ad that there should be death penalty, and I mean it was just really kind of fascinating, you know, the history, the, the history of it, and the way that these. Boys were convicted. I mean, one of them was like 13. They were like 13 to 17. Convicted with virtually no evidence. evidence. How long were they in prison, Lori? I haven't gotten to the end, and I'm resisting Googling. I can't. It's a a scandal. It's a national scandal. I mean, all kinds of people um, are are in it, are watching it, are talking about it. Niecy Nash is in it. She plays one of the moms. Felicity Huffman plays this awful female prosecutor who just wants to convict anybody for the crime. They just want to see people why, be peaceful and not worry about it. I can see why she wouldn't have done any press for this, given her situation. But also, I think that this show could just speak for itself in watching it. It, I want to tell me the name again. Always, it, it's called um, "When They See Us." When they see us, okay. Yeah. Also, uh, Kylie Bunbury from Prior Lake. From yeah, from Pitch. From Pitch. Oh. You'll recognize all kinds of people that are in it, and uh, she really wanted people to know the Central Park Five story because a it wasn't that long ago, and it's just the way she. It tells the story about what they lost. I can't wait to see this. And the mothers. Yeah. And how their civil rights were abused as far as like not getting them lawyers, having them talk to the police without a guardian when you're underage. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was just so that was that was it. And then the other thing that was just giving people joy in life is Ali Wong's Always Be My Maybe, a rom-com. And... um uh, she and Randall Park had the idea to cast Keanu as uh, like this, like just this small part. So right. it, people were just a couple of people around here just said it was just wonderful. What was the Allison? Uh, that's she's in oh, this. Oh, the perfection is the scary. The, the the movie on Netflix with Allison Williams. It's basically a rape revenge fantasy uh, spectacle that was. Was it good? Casey and I. It was wild. And we liked it. Donnie? No, yeah, thank you. He hated it. <laughs> I know. No, I Give like us a call. Let us know what you're watching <laughs> yeah. at 651-641-1071. I, of course, now I've just started season three of Bosch. Oh, oh isn't good. that an addicting show? It's so bad. It, it's, it's so, so good. It's so good. It's so good. No, Casey and I watch that the minute it comes out. We'll watch the first. We'll watch it in one week. There's 10 episodes per season. Yeah. It's so unbelievably good. Yeah. And that Titus, whatever his Titus name is, Welliver. is such a good actor. He's so, so good. And everyone in it is so good. Yeah. And, you know, people are excited. Pose is coming back. Yeah. I watched, uh, finally, you know. What like, is that about? Pose is about the, the uh, it's basically New York City in the 80s and, you know, it's Trans- the height of well, it's with the drag queens. It's about the the balls, the balls. But it's also about transgender and the gay kids getting thrown out of their house and dance and finding a family and it, it, that's a great great show too. That's on. I, for, I forgot what it. Yeah, yeah, that's on FX. I think. Have either of you watched What If? Either of you? Yeah. The Renee Zellweger. Yeah. No, I haven't gotten to it. Yet. Haven't gotten okay. to it. Did you watch it? I, I did. I watched the first couple of episodes. It's very soapy. 
Yeah, we'd and like that. I know you'd like that, but the problem for me is way too many side plots. Yeah. That they didn't need. Neil Neil didn't really like it either. Yeah, it's they should concentrate on her character, right. which is good, and what's happening, and Forget they have it. these other plots that are like we don't. We care. get too much because Handmaid's yeah. Tale comes back yeah, on Wednesday. Does, Pose, yeah. Big Little Lies. I mean, there's a bunch of now like June stuff, but right? you're going to want to watch Always Be My Maybe Julia because it's a rom com, <laughs> and you it's right up your alley. It's up everybody's yeah. alley because there is a lot of like uh, serious stuff. Like I like I said to Casey, I said, "Wow!" After we watched um, um, Why They See Us, I said, "Oh my gosh, this is just heartbreaking." He says, "He said, yeah, but I'm in. I, I, oh, I want to see neither that. of us are googling because yeah. I can't qu- remember. I just know it's Lori, disgraceful what you- happened." We were at the Radisson Empire, which was right next to Lincoln Center, and not Scott Pelly, but who was the guy? Steve Croft was in the bar with us, and it was a teeny tiny bar, and he was talking to someone for about 60 minutes, and he was sitting right by us, mm-hmm. and I remember you telling me that entire story, because you read about it in Vanity Fair. I read about it in Vanity Fair, and I was also traveling to New York City for my uh, hotel job, and, and you staying... In New York City, and it would have been like 1989-90, and I mean, you know, the 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 garbage cans were on, set on, you know, where people were around them, staying warm, right at Columbus Circle. It was, this it was, was probably, gritty. It was gritty, gritty, right. gritty. And this is probably in like 1995 or six when you and I were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little jazz bar that yeah. was right next door to oh the Empire. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's a scandalous, scandalous yeah. uh, thing, and just absolutely okay. the. It, it'll it'll break your heart, but it was it was really good. Oh, you know? g- good! I want to see it. Yeah. So, and the perfection was just if you're looking for kind of a weird, weird, not really. It wasn't so much scary. It's re- it's basically turns the rape revenge fantasy into quite a spectacle. And what happens is. Not for the faint of heart. Uh, no, Julia probably won't like. No, this. Julia, stick no. with always be my maybe. And thank right. you for everyone for not calling. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We knew we could do <laughs> it on you. <laughs>